Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Game Plan Podcast, your new Jets audio experience hosted by me, Tyler, and we're back with another episode of the Game Plan Pod. Hopefully, you guys have had a phenomenal week thus far. We are on Wednesday um, of this week, as I usually record on Wednesday evenings, um, and some news to get to for the Jets this week. Um, I was MIA last week with COVID, um, so I'm recovering now, doing a lot better, um, as well as my birthday was last week, so... Just took a week off of podcasting and kind of posting on the Insta last week, uh, some days just to get a little bit of a break, but we're back, of course, um, with another episode here, and I just wanted to touch on a few things that, um, you know, I found a little interesting from this past week, and uh, as we get into the quiet part of the summers, the Jets kind of uh, lean away from practicing um, in terms of, you know, any... uh, physical stuff is they're just getting through the OTU practices. They had another media open practice. Um, I believe it was a couple days ago. And then, you know, going on with the closed media practices uh, at OTAs. I hope you guys are also staying safe with the, uh, the air conditions from Canada coming down into the uh, tri-state area. So everyone make sure you stay inside, stay safe and all that good stuff. Um, I believe the Jets are actually practicing inside tomorrow. Um, due to the air conditions, I believe the Giants are as well. So it's pretty serious out there. So definitely uh, take that consideration when you're uh, moving around. Um, with that said, I did want to go over a few things in terms of uh, the Jets' plans for the rest of the summer, um, starting with minicamp. So it came out a few days ago. Um, Robert Sala said in his press conference that the Jets are not going to conduct a minicamp. Um, in previous years, they usually do a three or four day, you know, mini camp, mandatory mini camp for players. Um, I think, you know, at this point in the offseason, the Jets seem pretty comfortable. Uh, Robert Sala seems pretty comfortable with the process that they've been going through, in, you know, OTAs and meetings. Aaron Rodgers has been, you know, phenomenal in the meetings and uh, all that good stuff. So, you know, I think Sala kind of thought that. Um, it would be in the team's best interest to probably give them a week back because I believe they start training camp a week early due to the Hall of Fame game. So um, I think it's pretty fortuitous for the Jets to actually take next week off, get a little vacation time back, and then come back strong mid-July so they can get ready for the Hall of Fame game, which is on August 3rd. Um, The Jets, of course, playing four preseason games this year while the rest of the league is playing three. Um, with the Hall of Fame game being on August 3rd and the rest of the Hall, uh, the rest of the preseason dates actually were announced today. Um, and the Jets have, um, you know, a, a few, a few in August, of course, after the Hall of Fame game, and then the regular season begins. So, um, I did actually just want to see if I could pull that up now. Um, I believe they actually released a week or two ago, but I didn't actually go over it in the pod. Um, I remember I did post on the Instagram a few weeks ago, but, um, so August 12th at Panthers at 4 p.m., August 19th at Buccaneers at 7.30 p.m., and then August 26th at Giants at, uh, at 6 p.m., so, uh, your dates are there, um, they were made official by the NFL today, so that is that and with that said um you know the jets heading into the summer um no mandatory minicamp so they get a break and come back in mid-july when hopefully a quinn williams deal gets completed so the jets obviously still negotiating with quinn williams who is due a lot of money due four or five years and i believe it was actually said on espn today by adam schefter that the jets 
um, contract negotiations with Quinn and Williams isn't completely centered around the money. It's more centered around, you know, year to date, um, how many years the Jets are willing to apply to Quinn Williams' contract. And I believe it was said on ESPN by Adam Schefter that the Jets are more leaning towards five years to spread the money out a bit more, and Quinn is leaning more towards four to probably cash in before he turns 30. You know, all the power to Quinn, honestly, because I think uh, – that's a very wise decision, and I always push for players to get what's theirs and chase the bag, and I think Quinnen is being um, pretty smart about it, and I think the Jets, I'm not sure how it's going to go down. You know, I think the Jets are probably going to go ahead and settle for the four years. I think we've seen a lot of four-year deals come out for these uh, premier defensive tackles over this offseason thus far. Uh, Dexter Lawrence, I believe, signed a four-year deal. Um you know, a few other guys that signed deals this offseason also signed uh, three or four year deals. So the money hasn't been distributed too crazy um, down the line for some of these deals that came through earlier in the offseason. So I think Quentin Williams' deal could see around four years, um, you know, $100 million, if that sounds, you know, pretty fair. I think for both sides, I think the money's pretty much um, locked in. I think it's just the year. The, the amount of years that is being negotiated currently. So uh, Robert Sala said today in his press conference, though, or yesterday, I should say, that the Jets are, um, you know, looking forward to Quinnen being a training camp, right? He thinks the deal is going to get done before training camp, which is going to be in mid-July. Um, and I think the same, right? I don't think there's a reason to panic unless it goes into training camp. Um, but at this point, I think we're at a point in the offseason where they're negotiating they're doing diligence on both sides to try to maximize each other's deal. And by, you know, July, I think this will be all wrapped up weeks before training camp, and then the Jets will have their star defensive tackle back in the rotation. But um, I always find it interesting, these negotiations, because I feel like the Jets are always on the tail end. Um, I feel like they can never get it done first. You know, um, it's set. The, the table is cleaned. It's set. Um, and now the Jets just have to lock it in with Quinnen, right? And that's just where we're at. Currently, they're active in negotiations, and uh, hopefully this gets done in the coming weeks um, to follow. Um, and, you know, kind of staying on the same path as the defense here, you know, talking about Carl Lawson, who looks to have lost, you know, some uh, body fat, right? He said in his press conference earlier this week, he put on a bit of muscle as well. Lawson looks jacked. I posted a video on my Instagram from Connor J. Hughes on Twitter, um, he looks like a beast, right? He, he's always been a huge guy and like a muscle man, but this year, you know, he's finally healthy from that Achilles. Um, he's finally back and he's finally ready to, uh, you know, I think revisit uh, that dominance that we saw in the 2021 20, training camp where he was just, you know, manhandling whoever he was going up against. And I remember the tweets from that summer. They were like, Carl Lawson looks unstoppable. Carl Lawson is beating everyone. Um, and through OTAs already, it seems like he's starting to get his step back, um, which is so, so cool to see because I think when we signed Carl, a lot of, a lot of the expectation was, you know, the high pressure rate. Um, you know, can Carl contribute on both sides of the D-line? Can he contribute, um, you know, on a week-to-week basis? And I don't think we've seen that yet. I don't think we've seen the consistency. I think we've seen the power, though. I think we saw it a bit last year. Obviously, Carl Lawson, you know, hurting his Achilles again in January. Um, you know, Connor J. Hughes pointed that out, um, that Lawson actually re-injured his Achilles 
um, back in January and was supposed to miss, I think, until you know October. He didn't miss a practice in training camp, and he didn't miss a game. So I think that tells you a lot about the guy Carl Lawson is and the kind of guy that you're getting this season in 2023. And I think they're going to need him because Carl Lawson is going to be a guy who's going to have to lead this D-end room. Um, he's one of the oldest guys in the defensive end room, as crazy as that sounds. I believe he's only 28 or 29. Um, so I think it's finally time for, uh, you know, that, that, that force to be reckoned with on the edge there. And I think the Jets are pretty pleased with the way Carl Austin showed up to OTAs and uh, the way he's attacked this offseason thus far. Definitely rooting for Carl down the stretch here um, as we head into the months of uh, July and August here, especially, you know, Getting conditioned for the season is never easy, and I think a guy like Carl Lawson, who's already gone through two Achilles injuries in the past two years, um, is ready to you know take it on the chin and seems like he's ready to uh, completely dominate this summer and into the season. So that's really exciting to see some awesome stuff there from uh, Carl Lawson and the Jets. Um, but with that said, I did just want to go through a few more things already nine minutes in on this episode. Um, you know, it's the summer. There's not, cra- you know, a crazy amount of things to talk about. You know, Aaron Rodgers, of course, Garrett Wilson. We're going to do the season predictions and things in, the f- in you know, coming episodes. But as of now, we kind of just like to talk about the news. We like to talk about what's happening on a week-to-week basis. And we'd like to finish off the episode with some Dalvin Cook talk. So the Jets obviously linked to Dalvin Cook um, in Minnesota. The Vikings expected to either release Cook or trade him. Um, and the Jets seem to be doing their due diligence. Now, my opinion, and my opinion only, is I think it would be wise for the Jets to try to get him at the lowest price possible. Um, Dalvin Cook is not the healthiest individual in terms of staying on the field. Um, he's had his fair share of shoulder injuries, and I think Cook, you know, paired up with Brees Hall would be probably the best running back duo in the league. Um, but obviously, the Jets are. Being a bit cautious with Brees Hall with their due diligence of Dalvin Cook, you could probably just tell that Hall won't be full speed, full strength until probably October. So I think they want to try to get a back in here who is ready to contribute right away. Uh, right away, and I'm not sure if they have all the confidence in the world in the in the running back committee of you know Michael Carter, Bam Knight, Izzy, um, you know their fourth round uh, running back draft pick from. Um, there, but I, I'm I'm pretty confident in the Jets to get it right, right? I'm pretty confident in the Jets to, if they were to sign Dalvin Cook or trade for Dalvin Cook, the price wouldn't be outrageous. The compensation wouldn't be outrageous. You're still paying, um, you know, running back a good sum of money. And I think, you know, it would be another weapon for Aaron Rodgers. It would be awesome um, to see Dalvin Cook in the backfield with Rodgers. And I think Rodgers is used to having that tandem at running back with last year being A.J. Dillon and Aaron Jones. Um, the Jets would have Brees Hall and Dalvin Cook, and I think that would be insane for a backfield where, you know, Cook is a good pass blocker. He's a, obviously a great, um, you know, runner, fast, you know, extremely strong um, and violent in the run game. So I think that would be really cool to see just Dalvin Cook in a Jets uniform and just running all over the field. So we'll see if that uh, picks up some steam in the coming days or weeks. But that's definitely something to keep an eye on as we head into the months of July, August, and September. That could be a, a near training camp signing for uh, the green and white here as we move deeper into the summer months. So with that said, I did just want to uh, touch on those few things today as uh, we wrap up this episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it. 
Um, make sure to follow my Instagram at New Jets Game Plan, Twitter at New Jets Game Plan. Um, a lot of good stuff coming uh, on the Instagram channel um, and the podcast channel here. Um, I just like to do these episodes weekly. I think you guys enjoy them, so I'll keep posting them uh, throughout the off season and into next season. And make sure you keep you, keep an eye on the Instagram as well um, for daily content as we continue to churn out content on there. So with that said, hope you guys have a great rest of your week, and I'll see you next week for another one of these.